0: Ladies and gentlemen, we present Wacko, starring Professor Jimmy Edwards and featuring the staff and pupils of Chiselbury School for the Sons of Gentlefolk, a school beyond comparison, without peer, and without the necessity for one, since the school is situated 80 miles inland in the heart of the country, and yet so convenient to the local bus service that buses run actually through the northern end of the assembly hall. Above all, perhaps, Chiselbury is renowned for its specialised teaching of mathematics. All fields are covered, from arithmetic to calculus, and from higher mathematics to the calculation of tote odds. Come with us to the headmaster's study, where even now, in company with one of his pupils, he's wrestling with a knotty mathematical problem.
1: Let's see, Templer, is that 299 wax you've had, or is it the full 300? The full 300, sir. Well, all right, I'll take your word for it this time. Straighten up. And the next gent, please. Thank you. Hey, bend over. And I now, don't wince, boy. It'll be all over in an hour and a half. <laughs> sir. What? You've already whacked me. Oh, yes. Yes, of course. It's lovely, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I thought the view was familiar. <laughs> Let's see, I, uh, I whacked you first, didn't I? Yes,
2: sir. The minute I came in the door.
1: Well, that's the lot of you done, then. Crumbs, it's nearly lunchtime. <laughs> isn't it funny how time passes when you're enjoying yourself? <laughs> Oh, well, as there's no hurry, let me just log this little lot in the crimes book. Three hundred each apiece all round. Reason for punishment? Um, oh, I didn't ask you that, did I? Um, why did your form master send you up to me? He didn't send us up to you, sir. Oh, come now, you don't mean you came for a whacking of your own accord?
2: We didn't come for a whacking at all, sir. You grabbed us before we could tell you. Eh? Hey. Well, then, um, what
1: did you come up for, then?
2: To give you a birthday present, sir. <laughs>
1: Uh, oh, dear. You mean I, I gave you 300 each apiece and all you came in here for was to... <laughs> oh, that's rich. That's, that's a really funny one, that, isn't it? I don't mind if you boys laugh. I can take a joke. What's the matter? Can't you see the comic side of it, then? No, sir. That's the trouble of this generation. No sense of fun, you see. Well, 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 so you've brought me a birthday present, eh? You shouldn't have done that.
2: That's what I said. You want another 300? No, sir. Well, belt
1: up. A birthday present, how unexpected. I see, how on earth did you boys ferret out that today's my birthday?
2: You've mentioned it at assembly every morning for the past three weeks. Oh, have I? So we got up a collection, sir. Here's the names of the boys who contributed to your present.
1: But this contains the name of every single boy in the school.
2: Yes, sir, if you remember, sir. Those who weren't on the list last year never got supper for the rest of the term.
1: <laughs> a pure coincidence. Well, what a grand, spontaneous gesture of affection this is. Have you got it with you? I've got
2: it, sir. Here it is. Thank
1: you, Taplow. Oh, and it's gift-wrapped. Oh, isn't this exciting? What can it be? Something that rattles. Ah! It's not a rattlesnake, is it?
2: It's all right, sir. It's quite safe.
1: Well, that's... uh... Oh, there's a card as well. A happy birthday to our head, hoping he will soon drop... (laughs) What's this, what's this last bit here? Enterseus. Uh, but shouldn't it rhyme? Yes,
2: sir. But at the last minute, we lost our nerve.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do hurry up and open it, sir. We want our lunch.
1: Right, lads. Oh, a pipe! Well, isn't that, lads? What can I say? I never expected anything as nice as this.
2: You're supposed to put it in your mouth, sir. Not in your ear. I know where to
3: put it. <laughs>
1: I was just scratching myself. Registering simple manly gratitude.
2: We would like you to have this also, sir.
1: A pouch. A pouch of tobacco. And a pipe. Oh, how kind. How very kind. Thank you so much. Now, cut along, boys, will you? Tell the other boys I'm deeply grateful for their kind gift.
2: Yes, Yes, sir.
1: I've always always fancied myself with a pipe. Let's see how it looks in the mirror. Yes, it definitely does something for me. Very naval. Make a signal, yeoman. Amethyst sails tonight. John Mills chair. <laughs> Jack Hawking. <laughs> Hard to starboard there. He'll haul your topsail, sail capstan. asked you lovers. Uh, on. Uh, oh, <laughs> Pettigrew, I, uh, I'm just trying out my new pipe. Oh, but... Oh, uh, never mind, never mind. Now, what do you want, anyway? I, I just wanted to see the birthday boy. Now, Pettigrew, don't go all roguish on me. <laughs> But, Headmaster, I... I, I've got you a present. A a, a present? Oh, Petters, you shouldn't have gone to the trouble of buying me an expensive present. I didn't. What? Uh, I I, I made you something. I made it myself. I do hope... Oh, yeah. Thank you, Petters. Thank you, old friend. It's, uh... It's, uh... What is it? (laughs) It, It's a matchbox cozy and tartan folk weave. (laughs) And, uh, and just there it says, <laughs> Gang easy with the glims." Gang easy with the <a> glims. <laughs> Amusing, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> what does it mean? It's an old Scottish motto. <laughs> it means be careful with the matches. <laughs> Strike a light. <laughs> you don't like it. I can tell by your attitude. It took me six months to embroider it. I, I thought at least it would be something different. Now, 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 no, Now, now, now. Don't get all upset. It's very nice. Honestly, it is. I'm sure my matchbox will be very cosy in there. Oh, now, come along, Petters. Please bear up. Now, come on. Come along. Smile. Just a little one. Damn. Ah, well, here's someone who'll perk you up. So I've always found, anyway. <laughs>
2: Morning, matron. Oh, happy birthday, Jim. <laughs> oh, I do hope you like what I've decided to give you for a birthday present. It's not very original,
1: but it's always welcome. Pettigrew, leave the room. <laughs> oh, no, Jim. It's all right. Here. Oh, a pre- oh I see an actual. Oh, 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 thank you, my dear. Oh. It's beautiful. And my my favourite type of bottle, full. <laughs> genuine Scotch whisky. Pettigrew, get some cups. We'll have a birthday drink. Yes, Headmaster. Look, make come and see all my lovely prezzies. Mm. This is what Mr. Pettigrew made himself from, you see? Complete with genuine Scotch quotation. Thanks. We'll soon see. Chuck it on the fire. (laughs) Oh, yes, burns beautifully. (laughs) I can't find any cups, Headmaster. Oh, for heaven's sake, what do you think those are on the mantelpiece? Fencing cup, boxing cup, soccer cup? Oh, but, Headmaster, is it right to drink out of these? Let us remember the school motto. It's not the game that matters, it's the spirit you put into it. (laughs) (laughs) Matron.
2: Oh, thanks. Cheers. I don't suppose
1: the boys gave you anything. The boys, of course. Pedders. Ask those three boys to come up. Oh, very well. This joy in our celebrations. Matron, do you know what those those good loyal lads gave me? Yes, what? Just what I wanted. Look, this pipe. Uh-huh. Think of it. They spent their meager pocket money. Matron, I give you a toast. To the finest, dearest children any man ever beat the living daylights out of. <laughs> mm. Oh, a drop of the real Compton Mackenzie, that is. Jim, what's come over you? You've never talked about the boys this way before. Well, they've they've never bought me a decent present before. You know, Matron, it's a very odd thing. When I unwrapped their little parcel and it neither exploded nor bit me, i tell you, Matron, it was though a piece of ice melted here within my, if you'll pardon the expression, waistcoat. All my life I've looked upon those pupils as Well, I'll be quite honest, just a crowd of inhuman little terrorists. But I was wrong, Matron. I was wrong. Once again, to our lads. (coughs) Yes, Matron, I now see them quite differently.
2: If you have any more of that, you won't see them at all. Come
1: along, boys. Quickly now. Here they are. My little friends, my chums. Boys, do you know why I invited you here? I want to make it a real birthday celebration. Oh. No, 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 no. I don't want you to bend over. This is the new benevolent gym. Pettigrew, go to the conversation cupboard. Yes. You'll find three bottles of fizzy lemonade oh, in there. Yes. <laughs> you remember, they were left over after the Bishop of Melchester gave the boys that talk on tolerance. <laughs> they slung them at him. <laughs> Here you are, boys, a bottle each. <laughs> the toast is many happy returns to our beloved headmaster.
3: <laughs> headmaster. headmaster. I'll
1: drink to that myself you yeah. Oh. Why can't it always be like this, eh? Oh, Taplow, this is this is the atmosphere I have always yearned to achieve between us. Peaceful coexistence. Here, here. You shut up, Lumley. <laughs> it's my birthday. Look, boys, this this spirit of mutual trust and cooperation. Isn't there some way we could maintain it in the dark days that lie ahead? Well, you could
2: stop whacking us.
1: Ah, oh, my dear boy. Ah, my dear friend, I only wish I could, but whack you I must. You see, that's the way schools are run.
2: Not all schools, sir. Where my brother is, the pupils and the masters run the school together. Pupils and masters? They have what's called a school council, sir. So many pupils, so many masters. They work out the school policy together. Sort of friendly, sir.
1: Do they really? Do they really? Now, that's a very interesting conception, a marvellous idea. Headmaster, you can't seriously be considering it. Oh, yes, pretty good. I not only can, I am. Oh, no, headmaster, please. I, I, I must advise prudence. What's she got to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> no, headmaster, I, I mean, the idea of, uh, might work in other schools, but not here. Not with our boys. How do we know? It's wrong to condemn anything till you've tried it. That's true, isn't it, Matron?
2: So you keep
1: telling me. <laughs> I'm talking about something quite different now. A school council, management and labor working together, shoulder to shoulder. How about it, Taplow?
2: I think it's a smashing idea, sir. Oh,
1: headmaster, did you hear that? What? If Tatler is enthusiastic about it, it must mean trouble. What a cynic you are, Pettigrew! Oh, no. I won't have you talk about my little friend like that. Oh. Listen, chaps, cut along and tell the rest of the school from tomorrow. She's Chizzle- will be run not by me, but by its own democratical council. Oh, jolly good, sir. Uh, What good youngsters. How they love me.
2: Jim, are you sure this is going to work out right?
1: I feel it. It's as though something inside was guiding me.
2: And I know what the something is. Nearly three quarters of this bottle of scotch. Uh
1: If you are implying that my mental processes have been distorted by the fermented grain, then think again. Is my speech slurred? Well is my hand unsteady?
0: No. Very well then.
1: The fact is that I have I have made a reasoned decision, and by that decision I stand. Good.
3: Oh, yes, I...
1: Oh. <laughs> oh
2: well. Come on, Mr. Pettigrew, you take his head and I'll take his feet. Oh, we better get him to bed. <laughs>
0: boys representatives will sit that side, I think. Masters over here, and of course the headmaster in the chair. What do you think, Mr. Pettigrew?
1: I really don't know, Mr. Potter. I'm not sure the headmaster will want this first meeting of the school council here in his study. In fact, I'm not even sure he wants it anywhere. It was his idea, wasn't it? How is
0: Professor Edwards this morning, by the way?
1: I haven't seen him since I undressed him last night. But ever since breakfast, Matron's had the upper fourth forming a human chain from the kitchen to his room with black coffee. Come Come in. in.
2: Hope we're not late, sir.
1: Oh, Chapler. You've been elected a representative, have you?
2: Yes, sir. Me, Lumley and Battersby. School's awfully bucked about this council idea, sir. Not us, sir. We've all got loads of suggestions from the chaps for improving conditions.
1: (laughs) Well, that's the idea of the council, I suppose. But, uh, well... You'd better sit down. We'll start as soon as the headmaster. Oh, I I think I hear him coming now. I wish I was dead. Good morning, headmaster. <laughs> people, hundreds of people. What are you all doing in here? It's a school council,
2: sir. First meeting. School
1: council? What are you talking about, Perry? Surely you'll remember, headmaster, the new policy. Boys and masters running the school together. Boys? Boys running the school You've got mad, you've gone stark, raving bunkers. Me? I've never heard such a harebrained oh, scene. you had to know. How it. dare you institute it without my authority? No, it, it, it was uh, your idea, sir.
0: My idea? Yes, headmaster. Yesterday afternoon, you called the boys in here
1: and told them a new era was dawning.
2: Management and labor working together. Shoulder
3: to shoulder.
1: I said that. Isn't it awful what a friendly tot can do to a man? Cutters. What was I on, the Scotch? Yes, headmaster. I might have guessed it. I ought never to touch it. I'm all right on gin. All I want to do is just fight everybody. <laughs> Scotch does this terrible thing to me. Makes me all benevolent. Last time I was on it, I willed my body to St. Mary's Hospital. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, exactly what did I promise? You
2: said Chiselbury would be run as a democracy.
1: Well, of course, gentlemen, I. I, ooh, oh, dear, was that, <laughs> Mr. Pettigrew, ring up St. Mary's. Tell them I'm ready if they are. <laughs> oh. look, perhaps we'd better get this first meeting over as quickly as possible. Oh. Now, Lumley, you said you had some complaints for the council to look into.
2: Yes, sir. <clears throat> the main grievance, sir, is about the school luncheons. Oh,
1: not food. Keep up the subject of food, please.
2: But that's what everybody's complaining about, sir. Particularly the sweet pudding, sir. Oh. It's not cooked enough, sir. It's all grey and running and sort of slimy. Shut up! Stop
3: it!
1: <laughs> oh. Look, as a gentleman, this council may have seemed a good idea yesterday, but I've changed my mind. The whole project is abandoned.
2: Sir, that's unconstitutional.
1: Well, if you want me to put it constitutionally, I will. I now move, you know. <laughs> No, I mustn't move. I now pronounce the school council is dissolved. So will you all please leave the room, one by one, on tiptoe.
2: Sir, you can't do that. Don't
1: provoke me, Taplow. I'm a very sick man and I'm in a very ugly mood.
2: But you can't, sir. Taplow's right. Once the council has been set up, it can only be dissolved by majority vote.
1: Who says?
2: I looked it up, sir, in Palefork's rules of committee procedure.
1: Thank you, Sir (laughs) Hartley-Shorthouse. Oh, just you listen to me, Lumley. If I say I'm dissolving you, I'm dissolving you! If necessary, in sulfuric acid! You've forgotten something, I'm the headmaster!
2: And you've forgotten something, sir. We're the elected representatives of the workers. Here! Yeah. And we have the school behind You'll us. You'll have my boot
1: behind you in a minute! If you're not out of this room and back at work right away, I'll deal with you properly. And not a jury in the land would convict.
2: Very Well, if you break off the negotiations by a show of brute strength, you leave us only one course... Councillor Taplow, lead the way and take that pipe and tobacco pouch with you.
1: Go right there! You can keep your up now, pipe. Communists! This... <laughs> Potter, go and make sure they go straight to their classrooms. We've wasted enough time for one morning. Right here, huh? <laughs> well, that's that little episode over anyway. What's the matter with you, Pettigrew? You're twitching like a cart horse's his flanks. <laughs> I, I don't think it is over, Headmaster, not by a long chalk. You know Lumley, he never makes idle threats. Threats? He said you left him only one course. Probably still talking about the school luncheons. For heaven's sake, Pettigrew, pull yourself together. Well, what can he do? <laughs>
2: tell you what we can do. We can strike. We must strike. Strike now. It's the only way we get our rights. If we give in now, we'll never get a fair hearing. I call upon the whole school to rally behind the court Are you with me?
0: Headmaster, we can't
1: believe it. The classrooms are empty. What? That's impossible. But it's true, Headmaster. But the 280 boys can't vanish. The earth can't open and swallow them up. I ought to know. I've prayed for it often enough. Headmaster, look. Huh? Look out of the window. They're marching across the quadrangle. Hundreds of them waving their fists. It's open mutiny. Back, you rebel! Quiet! Quiet! Alison Lee, your Headmaster speaking. I give you five seconds to disperse and return to your work. Five seconds can you see five? Oh, oh, oh. Get away from the window, oh. everyone! Get out for blood! Yeah. Pellicle, get on the telephone. Yes. Give the authorities. Tell them to send paratroops. Yes. Hello? Chiselbury Exchange? Flossie? Flossie? Dead. <laughs> They've killed Flossie. <laughs> Oh, that's you, Doc! No, 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 Headmaster. The line's dead. Oh, the line. Oh, yes. I see. They must have cut it. Jack, uh, what is it? Oh, It seems to be a pencil box with a piece of paper wrapped round it. What does it say on it? Swivel top to open. <laughs> Not that pencil box
3: the paper, you oh I'm standing. Allow me, Headmaster.
0: Uh, Please, Headmaster. Allow me. Thank you, Mr. Pettigrew. Um, well, it says, notice of strike Until we are allowed a fair hearing for our grievances, as promised The whole school is going on a sit-down strike Strike? Ha! Ah,
1: two can play at that And where I'll strike, they won't be able to sit down Headmaster,
0: look, they're marching away towards the dormitories.
1: Oh, I see their plan, headmaster They're going to sit in the dormitories until we give in
0: Passive resistance
1: That's it, a bloodless revolution You oh, think so? It may be a revolution But I can assure you one thing, it's not going to be bloodless. Where's that horsewhip?
2: Make sure all the entrances to the dormitory are barricaded properly. They'll be up here any second. How long can we keep this up, Lumley? What about food? Don't worry. I've got that organized. Stand by, Lumley. They're just coming. Right. Now, you chaps, leave the talking to me. I know how to handle, Jim. Shh. They're outside
1: now. Just leave the talking to me. I know how to handle, Lumley. (laughs) Boys, this is your headmaster. I am asking you to open this door.
2: Don't say anything. Next thing he'll do is start wheedling us.
1: Oh come on, chaps! <laughs> you can't do this to your beloved old Jim. <laughs> Why don't we talk it over, chap to chap, eh, chaps? Now all about the grand old school. None of us wants to cause a scandal in this grand old school, do we? <laughs> Just let me in and we'll have a pow wow. I promise you, there's no question of punishment. I come in peace. Pass that horsewhip, Pettigrew.
2: Now come the threats.
1: Listen, if you don't open this door, I'll do for the love of you. I'll annihilate you. I'll wreak such devastation that will leave the civilized world appalled. Open this blasted door. Open it. Open it. Open it.
2: He moved away from the door. What will he do now? Well, if he's running through to form, he'll start taking it out on Pettigrew. Or somebody, but probably Pettigrew.
1: You know who I blame for this, don't you? No. You know who I blame for this? I blame you for you. Know you. You're supposed to be my assistant, <laughs> You're supposed to be my assistant. Why don't you assist? I, I can't think of anything. What do you mean you can't think of anything? Can you think of anything at all? Or well, think of something. Think of a I can think of something. you, This strike has gone far enough. Five minutes from now, it'll all be over. I'm gonna force my way in now. And not stand back. Yes. I am gonna take a running jump at that door and crash my way through. Right! Oh gentlemen. Now come along, Headmaster. Here we are back in your study. You'll feel more comfortable here. No, I shan't. You're lucky you didn't fracture your shoulder. Is it easier now? No, it isn't.
2: You're you're so obstinate, Jim. You'd be much more comfortable plastered.
1: No, I must stay sober. This revolt has got to be terminated here and now. It's... There's only one way for us to do it. Give in? What? Oh, give in. No! Good Lumley, you saw what they did. They threw a solid oak door at me. Now there is no question of capitulation.
0: But you know no Lumley headmaster. He can keep them in that dormitory indefinitely.
1: Oh, no, he's bound to come out eventually. After all, he leaves school at 16. <laughs> I'm not having him in there that long! All we've got to do, we've got to outthink them. There must be some subtle way of persuading them out. Something like dynamite. Oh, no, not explosive. No, but something like that. Mm, well, uh, what's that stuff they keep on using in American films? Makes everybody stumble about crying. Joan Crawford?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no, no, headmaster. He
1: means tear gas. By cracky, yes, we haven't got any tear gas. Oh. We used the last bottle on my appeal for funds on speech day. So <laughs> we've got to be more devious. We want to sort of... We must, um. Uh... Ah, Pettigrew, cast your mind back to the Trojan War. The Trojan that War? The Trojan War. You remember the story of the wooden horse? Oh, yeah. and a lot of soldiers who were inside and ran out screaming out, Geronimo! Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I do. Oh, uh, But we haven't got a horse made of wood.
2: We haven't even got a horse made of horse.
1: obviously we don't use a horse but we use the tuck box (gasps) the biggest tuck box we can find oh masterly headmaster you know how gutsy these little oikes are they'd sell their own mothers for a slab of dundee cake (laughs) an enormous tuck box outside the door they're bound to come out and drag it in oh quite and what a surprise they'll have when they open it and And out (laughs) steps retribution pettigrew exactly (laughs) out steps me? <laughs> yes, you. You, Pettigrew, one volunteer is worth ten picked men. No, but I didn't volunteer. No, no, no. heroic, oh, no no, heroic. No, no, no no, no. I couldn't, Headmaster. I couldn't possibly. I'd die in there. I wouldn't be able to breathe. There'd be no air in there. Well, aren't you fussy? <laughs> all right, we'll give you a balloon full of air to take in with oh, no, you. No, 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 Headmaster. I couldn't. I couldn't really. I'd die. Self, self, oh. self. <laughs> well, all right, then. If you're going to be so selfish about it, I suppose I shall have to step forward. And choose Mr. Potter. Oh.
0: <laughs> oh. Well, um, Headmaster, I- I've been uh, thinking, is it necessary? Why not just cut off their food supply?
1: Starve them out. Yeah, of course, yes, yes. Yes, I think I've got something there. I could lock them, I could lock them in the dorms, so they just couldn't get out for food. Pedigree, you got the school keys. Oh, yes, Headmaster, they're in this drawer here. Oh, Good, there's a simple brilliance about this plan of mine that appeals to me. It's one thing to shut other people out. But the spirit is soon broken when you yourself are locked in. <laughs> Come on. That's funny. That's funny. This door's locked. Where's the key, Ferrygo? He's it's, it's gone, Headmaster. The drawer's empty. There's only this note in there. A note? Give in, Jim. Signed, A.J. Lumley. Trapped! So the siege is on. How long can we hold out here, just the four of us?
0: With oh, nothing to eat or drink. I refuse to give in. I don't care. Headmaster, looks. Look.
1: The door's opening. They're pushing something in. Yes. Whatever is it? It's a a little toy wooden horse.
2: Well, there can't be any boys inside that. We haven't got any that small.
1: It's probably loaded with explosives. (laughs) Uh One tiny touch. (laughs) (laughs) And up he goes. Pettigrew. Inspect it. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Yes,
1: master. Don't be so nervous. It... Seems to be all right. I Oh just a moment. The the head screws off. There's something inside. It's it's a bottle of whiskey. Whiskey? Aha I see that game. Oh, very clever. They want the benevolent Jim again. us <laughs> <laughs> get two glasses. Oh no, but you're not. Oh headmaster, think twice. Get two glasses. <laughs> yes. But don't open the bottle. I'll show these lads I'm not as weak-willed as they think. Well, cheers, Petters, and good luck. And another, Petters, good drop of scotch, what? You know, I'm beginning to think this strike is all nonsense. Yes, these grand lads mean no harm, I'm sure of that. They're probably in the right, too, of course they are. I see that now. Why, if they'd only unlocked that door, they could have anything they wanted, anything at all.
2: Sir, we couldn't help overhearing... Gotcha!
1: <laughs> Potter, have you got to good... Right now, you two, bend over.
2: But, sir, you said we could have anything we
1: want. I said that to Mr. Pettigrew, I'll say anything to him. <laughs> so, it's checkmate. Out general once again, Lumley? <laughs> I see you've brought my pipe and pouch back.
2: Yes, sir. of peace offering.
1: Oh, well, I suppose I can hardly whack you after that, can I? Tell you what I'll do, Lumley. You call off the strike... And I'll reconsider the school council. Is it a deal? It's a deal,
2: sir.
1: And I'll smoke the pipe of peace.
2: No, sir. Not now, sir. I
1: know when to smoke my pipe, Tabler. But please,
3: sir. Mm. Mm. It's
1: going well. Mm. Ah, the lovely fragrant weed. Mm. What tobacco is this, lovely?
2: That's what we've been trying to tell you, sir. For a joke, we didn't put tobacco in that pouch.
1: Oh, yes. Then what did you put in, eh?
2: Well, sir, you know that stuff you use for forcing your tomatoes? What? (laughs) I've been composted. Get a
3: doctor. Get in his teeth. Get sent (laughs) for. That was Professor Jimmy Edwards in Wacko with Arthur House.
0: Also featured were June
3: Whitfield, Roddy Moore, Brock, Steve Rogers.